My baby takes oh, him tip. on a train. She works from nine to five, and then she takes. I don't know any good songs, but she... <laughs> you said sing a song. That's the first one that came to mind. I thought you were gonna like get on board with just a fit tip. But what song would we sing just for just the, the fit tip? Just a fit tip. Yeah. I don't know. Um, just a fit tip. We are talking today about what are the best supplements. Oh, this is a good one. It what are the one. best supplements? All right. So, in my opinion. <laughs> in your opinion. In my what, opinion. What are the best supplements, Nevin? Actually, what? It, well, first of all, the best supplements come in brown paper bags from Mexico. But we're not talking about those supplements. We're talking about legal supplements that you can use in any tested sport. Correct. That you can get from any supplement store. You don't need a prescription for um, keep in mind, they say you can use it in any sport, but you should always either use third-party tested because there are contamination when you use. There can be contamination. What do when they you call use. it? Um, uh, batch tested. Batch tested. It's like a third-party well. batch tested thing where they yeah, yeah. because sometimes um, sometimes you know proteins and creatines and, and all these pre-workouts they're just made in these giant vats like over in China or India and they just don't clean them out well and so there and might be a pharmaceutical some, yeah, batch yeah. beforehand and then they clean out put protein and you're going to get leftover bits of stuff that might you do be do a P-test and you're ping for something correct some sort of um, for, tra for, tra for trace amounts of something in, that's not allowed in Australia and Australian sports they suggest that you just as a blanket rule don't use any American supplements at all and it's only just, I think it's just supplements in general unless it's a third party no, tested no, no, they, batch they, unless exactly so they say don't use any other supplements other than the ones on the Australian list that that have been batch tested by their testing company. Mm -hmm. So they know without a shadow of a doubt that those supplements are clean and have exactly what they have in them. A lot of American supplements, uh, they're very liberal with what they use. They don't have to disclose everything that's on the, the, the packaging. The proprietary and they, blend. They also often get recalled a few months after that they're mm -hmm. made. And this is just a, a constant cycle. So if and you are is, in a high level sport, yeah. it's very important to know like AFL or or soccer, like basically any sport at all, a lot a lot of the uh, the substances that you could be taking that you think is just a regular pre-workout or a protein powder may have some small trace amounts of illicit substances or substances that are just not cleared for your division or whatever sort of level you're playing at. It is very, very common that that happens. Correct. I think um, in Australia, you have to actually show what's going into your products. I think in the US, it's more yeah. on the FDA to prove that yeah. it's actually something that's not meant to be in there. There's only certain things and they have to disclose. They don't have to disclose every ingredient. Right, but I think a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, but there has been actual evidence brought forward and, and, and um, cases where where less reputable supplement brands have actually deliberately put like restricted substances into their batches for the handful of first batches that they make. So people are actually, you know, taking mild steroids or, or, or supplements like oh. that. So they get these great results. Everyone talks about how good it is and then they then they phase it out afterwards. That's evil. It is evil. And genius. Evil and genius. Oh my that's, god. That's happened, that's happened a few times where people have been caught out actually putting Wowzers. stuff in there that they, that they shouldn't. So okay. you always have to take it with a pinch of salt. Um, you know, be careful when you're taking supplements. But best two supplements, in my opinion, creatine and protein powder. Ooh, right? But, but why never? So simple, but so good. Creatine, and let's just go up full screen here. Creatine, um, is one of the most studied, if not the most studied yeah. supplement um, in terms of peer-reviewed journal, uh, journal articles and, and peer-reviewed studies. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let me switch this back. Boom. Cool. Um, it's one of the most. And it's, it's had uh, double blind, um, what do they call that? Double blind studies yep. where basically the people administering it don't know who's getting what. The people taking it don't know who's getting the what. Placebo There's placebos. And, no one knows anything. And basically, creatine has been proven multi many times that it is actually an effect. There's statistical significance in its effect when it comes to performance. 
Okay. So do you want to talk about a little bit about creatine? Uh, well, no, it's exactly the same. That's all that I know about it is that it works. Like the, I, I read through some of the literature for it as well. And uh, this is one of the things that the, when I did the ASEA course, they, they went over that creatine is one of the only things that they suggest that you take because it's the only thing that is scientifically proven to be Correct. known to be effective. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so basically creatine, and there are things like caffeine and stuff, which there's, is good if you need. There's a few other things yeah. that they have that are like, they have like a tiered list. Like creatine is known and then there's like, Next and next mm -hmm. and not effective. There's a few other levels of it. Yeah. So energy systems. The body has a few different energy systems. You have your aerobic, which is an oxygen-based energy system, mm -hmm. which is like if you're going to go for a slow jog for 45 minutes, like that is using mainly your aerobic system. Keep in mind, it is never one or the other. It is always a sliding scale, yep. which is why when you see a 100-meter sprinter, that is almost 100% anaerobic, but they're still huffing and puffing at the end because there is still an aerobic component to that exercise, right? So if you are doing slow, steady, long-term things, it is gonna be primarily an oxygen-related energy system, um, aerobic. Uh, we are talking about the anaerobic energy system, which is does not require um, uh, oxygen to, to produce energy. It is your ATP PC um, phosphate creatine system, right? So creatine is one of the substrates needed to to make energy in that energy system. So when you flood your body with excess creatine, and there is a loading phase when you take creatine, you can either take a huge amount for the first week, and then once you're saturated, you can bring your levels down and just have a maintenance level, or you can do maintenance level for about a month and it will eventually saturate your, your, your levels. Yeah. Um, when you have the saturation of creatine, you have more substrates needed for that anaerobic energy system, which means when you're lifting weights, which is primarily an anaerobic exercise, right? If we're maxing out for a heavy set of six, you know, it's only gonna take you 15, 20 seconds tops, right? Yep. Um, you might be able to squeak out an extra rep or a couple extra kilos before those muscles fatigue from running out of the substrate necessary to finish that set. Or if you're doing a, like a big session, like a big volume session, you'll have more in the tank to get an extra 10, 15 minutes out of the session total. Then yep. you would you'd be able to get maybe a whole a whole another exercise out as well. Correct. Yeah. So it 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 improves that performance and it improves the recovery between sets and the recovery after working out. Mm. So if you have more recovery and you can perform a little bit better, you get steroids. No, oh, sorry, sorry. What? Uh, you get better. You get more gains. Yay! You get more gains, right? <laughs> so creatine's great. It's going to help you improve your recovery and performance set by set and workout by workout just a little bit. We're talking half a percenters here, guys, right? This okay. is not a magic powder that you take it and all of a sudden you're going to be doing 10 extra kilos in your bench press. It's a small amount. No, yeah. it's a, it's, you're going to get small, but a very small improvement session after session, yeah. year after year, is going to give you big exactly, gains. Exactly. So creatine, very effective okay. in the long term. So the next one we're going to talk about, steroids, right? No. What's the next one? Protein. Protein. Okay, yes. Okay. Protein. Protein. What are the other only? You're trying to get us demonetized before we even get monetized. How dare you, sir? Only other products uh, that the supplements that work. And why Why protein, Evan? Why is protein so important to have? Well, protein is um, a really important uh, macronutrient for protein synthesis. I mean, yes. it is the macronutrient for protein synthesis. It's even in the name. So it is. So I mean, basically, <laughs> if you want to... Uh, build muscle or if you've worked out and when you work out you are putting all these micro tears into your muscle for that protein to then go in and your muscles to heal and recover um, you need protein all right yep. so if you don't have any protein in your diet if you don't have a good wholesome diet with a very large amount of protein or you are exercising a lot and we're just like extra recovery it's a lot easier to have a protein supplement than to just eat a lot all of the time yep 
And, and, and that's the thing. So like most people aren't protein deficient, mm. right? So for the most, for the everyday person, the weekend warrior, the someone that's training once or twice a week, you know, if you just eat, you know, chicken breast and some steak and some eggs during the week, like you're more than likely going to have an adequate amount of protein. Yeah. For pro- we talked about this before on other, on other um, episodes and on other podcasts, but if you're trying to build muscle, really 1.8 to 2.2 grams of protein per kilo of body mass per day is yeah. what you should aim for. So most people are, some, are on the low end, but all athletes sort of know that and they do try to push those levels a little higher. Yeah. Now, if you're talking about bodybuilders who are training six to eight times a week, crazy heavy sessions, a heap of muscle damage, they're massive already, they can have you know three grams of protein per kilo yeah. a day. And if you yeah. already weigh 100, 110 kilos, Jeez, it's a, you know, if you're going to have 330 grams of protein a day, it's a lot of protein. It's lot of protein. It's, yeah. and, and also, if you're trying to uh, limit your overall calories, so let's say you're an athlete and you're trying to maintain you know, 100 kilos for competition. You can't go over 100 kilos. What um, you eat becomes more important. But you need 300 grams of protein. And if you were to get that all from steak, well, it's going to blow your calories That's out. That's a lot of steak. So protein powder, <clears throat> I would say, is an effective alternative it's an effective way to get protein in that's not going to blow your calories out the ass right yeah 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 so i think that's 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 the main the main reason why i would recommend and there was one late addition we haven't um i've written it down on it's yeah one of the only ones that no one really talks about but uh we'll probably go over that one in a different podcast how dare you sir how dare you (laughs) um uh other other benefits of high protein um uh, protein has the highest um, TEF, which is the thermic effect of food. So when you eat something, it takes a certain amount of energy to break down that food. Yeah, fat will only burn like two to four percent of its own calories. Yep. Um, to break itself down, protein is like eight to twelve percent, and um, sorry, sorry, uh, carbohydrates are eight to twelve percent, and protein is is like twenty five to thirty percent. So if you're having hundred grams of protein, that's four hundred calories. 20 to 30% of those calories get broken down just from breaking the protein down. So if you have a really high fat content diet, this is out of battery, shoot, a really high fat ca- calorie uh, content diet versus a very high protein content diet, mm-hmm. let's say you're both to ingest 2,000 calories yep. of one just fat and one just protein, yep. right? The person that's eating just protein will actually lose more weight because the protein is, more burn- is, yeah. is burning down. They're in more of a deficit. Right, yeah. so that's um that's kind of a big one there. If I got anything else written there, easy solution. Um, it's probably more you're gonna get more say. You know, people say, oh, I go keto because it satiates my diet. Like I don't feel hungry. That's actually kind of kind of trash because like if you think about how many, like yeah, that doesn't really it doesn't sense. make sense. But people say it. They like to get on this um, bandwagon of I just I feel full when I eat just fat. Well, well, it's like maybe you're not but, eating <laughs> just fat though. Like with the the keto diet, yeah, you have a lot more meat. It's a lot more protein as well. Yeah, it's a lot more protein too. But basically. You know, you're talking, you got four calories per gram of protein. You have nine calories per gram of fat. So you have 100 grams of fat. It's, it's you know, it's not much. You can have twice as much uh, uh, yeah. of, of protein and still be under yeah, the calories, absolutely. right? So it is more satiation really in the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and because its glycemic index is not as high as like sugary things like high carbohydrate things, you won't be as hungry straight away. Yeah, It's yeah, not yeah. gonna break down. Cool, and then like, just to finish off as well, one extra thing that we probably forgot to add on the list um, would be something a little more different. What are you doing? As well. <laughs> um, we're not gonna talk about that one no. today either? Okay, okay, no. all right, moving on. Guys, the, if you if you wanna supplement your, your training, creatine and protein powder, um, the only way to go. The only way to go. Plus, you know, just check to make sure it's a third-party tested, um, batch tested. So you know what you're getting. So you know what you're getting. Exactly. 
Awesome. Thanks very much. Just a tip on supplements. Just a tip of fitness on supplements. (laughs) See you next time, guys. See you guys.